有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有嗯、um, ，Well, I usually have the AC off if you know we're doing it from home. I don't want you to hear that in the background, and then、oh. the fan makes. And if I put the fan on, you hear the fan noise, like you know. So I, I have to be in the heat. I happen to love fan noise. I love the noise that the fans make for me when when they make the noise. And I hope you're making noise right now from wherever you are, be it the car or from afar. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, okay?、Yeah. Uh, Lulsis coined by Jamie.、Oh. Hi,、uh, Lulsis edition Latinos Out Loud summer interview series. Hi, I'm your friend till the end of the summer only, Rachel Aloca. I'm、um, your summer pen pal, Jay Farron. Oh, how cute! Yeah, and I'm your friend until the end, Frank Spiracy Nibs. Frank's singing today. It's gonna be a good episode. No <laughs> musical mode. Frank never sings. You never sing. Rachel, you did show you, you you had some examples of like if you're listening here or you're listening there. I think we should like specifically talk to people from in different scenarios. Oh, I love this. So like right now, I'm talking to the people that are going on a road trip and listening to us on a long road trip. Oh, what's up, y'all? Hi, y'all. How's your gas tank? Check your gas levels. Go to rest stops. Make sure you stop at the rest stop to pee. Yep.、Yeah. I wouldn't do number two in a rest stop. That's just me, though. What else would you do, though? What else would you do at a rest stop? <laughs> Keep it real. Keep it real, right now, What fellas. No, in a rest. What else would you do at a rest stop? <laughs> Wait, what kind of question is that?、It's、I'm just saying. Shady shit goes on in a rest stop. Yeah, it sure does. Glory hole. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that scene from Dumb and Dumber where he gets caught. You know, he gets caught by the catfish guy or whatever, like that.、Um. <laughs> Yo, that's good. That's a good scenario.、Um, okay, I am talking to everybody lying on the beach right now. Ooh, guys, Ooh. enjoy. It's hot, I know, but do you hear the waves crashing? This is becoming some sort of like audible,、um, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I enjoy the waves crashing, and I hope that you enjoy our voices while you are lying on the beach, taking your sun and your tan. But use your SPF, okay? No, don't worry. Frank's here to rub some lotion on you.、Ooh. Oh, yo! But listen, listen, Rachel. I've heard some stuff about lotion, so maybe I'll cover it when we come back. You know. Don't tell me, Frank. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you. I gotta talk to you about lotion. Are、we、you gotta- kidding? Yeah, yeah. Don't、right、scare.、Now. We're talking to the people on the beach now, Frank. You're scaring them. Yeah,、They're、and I use that、relax. shit every day. I gotta let my little one know all the time. It's a conspiracy, you know. You know how I am with that. You know, I will but... say, I'm, I'm like breaking out a lot more on my nose ever since I started changing. Like I use this like suntan lotion. That's like, oh wait, we're gonna talk about it later. But、um, right, right, that's right, my right. conspiracy theories.、Uh, who else、okay. are we talking to? What's another scenario, Frank? You got one? Who are you talking to, Frank? Well, I'm talking to all my people coming back into the city. The city's bopping now. I see everybody、mm. you know, downtown is moving, man. I'm seeing everybody coming back. The offices、yeah. are getting full. I can't、mm. wait for it to get, you know, how it used to be. So you're talking to the party people out there, right? Party, party people. people! Oh my God, Frank! We just ended at the same time. Stop! We're hanging out too much. We're hanging out too much, Frank. Get out of here! Get out of here! What are you, my friends? Yeah, you are. You're my good friend. I love you, Frank. I love hanging out with you, Frank. Jamie, I really miss you. I really, <laughs> I, you're still my good friend. I hope you know, but I just okay. So like that's a good segue. Now I'm gonna talk to the people that are 
introverts. They're in the house. <laughs> They're in plastic bubbles. Yo, you know what? It's okay. You're going to be okay. All right. You know what? Eventually you're going to do your thing. Um, they're starting to come out they, little by little, man. I, I'm loving it. Little by little, but there's still, there's still a small percentage of people that they just want to stay home and listen to podcasts. And that's, you know. Oh, I like those people though. They're listening to us. We want I hope. Them. Yeah. I hope they're listening we to us. We want to encourage that. We want to like encourage to listen to the podcast. If you're going to stay home, don't just stay there in silence, right? Yep. You know, there's a bunch of LOL episodes, even some older ones you could check out because I know you haven't caught up, you know? I know you haven't caught up completely, so... Good point. Can I talk to those people real quick, softly? Yeah. I'm going to softly speak to those people who are at home, in the bubble. Can you hear me? Am I too low? Okay. Um, get off your ass! Get off <laughs> your ass! Get off your ass! And get off your ass, okay? How long do you think this life is? Not too long. Wow. We better start hearing some podcasts, yo. Not that long. That's all I'm going to say. I'm saying that because I love you. Because I love you, I said that. <laughs> Rachel Aloka, motivational speaker. Put that on a bumper sticker. Get off your ass. Facts. <laughs> and, but before you get off your ass, you want to... Before you get off your ass, we want you to listen to this episode. <laughs> and this is another episode in our, in our, um, in our new series, in our uh, LOL Summer Interview Series. Losis. I like that. We have a bunch of interviews that, you know, we got done right before our break because we want you to still listen to premium content. And um, we got another one for you. Any last words before we start the uh, interview series episode? Enjoy. Yep. Enjoy, baby. And remember, person at the beach, Frank is still available to, to you know, to put lotion on you if, if you want. Hey. Okay? It, only if you want, all right? If you don't want, you know, he'll just go to the other side of the beach and chill. You can do it like me. I've mastered the self-application process of sunblock and suntan lotion. It takes years, but if you guys want to understand how to do this, like, hand-to-hand connect to get your full back, hit me up at Rachel Aloka on Instagram. I'll share my secrets. <laughs> And now let us start the show. Action. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Okay, you guys. This is the Latinos Out Loud summer interview series. A lot of words there. That's why we call it LOLSIS. Mm. Uh, not your little sis, although if you want your little sis to hear this, that's just fine. You guys know our interviewee from so many freaking places. Okay, you may know him from Comedy Central, HBO, perhaps TBS, perhaps Nickelodeon. Perhaps you may know him as Creeper or Juanita Carmelita, but we know him as a friend. Please put your hands together for Frankie Quinones. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Come on! Come on, on, listeners, make some noise, listeners. We can hear you. Whether you think we can or not, we can. So make some noise. I, Frankie's here, you guys. Frankie. Hey, thanks for having me back, homies. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is not the first time that he's been on the show. No. Second time. (laughs) You weren't when there, the Jamie. The, the first time, Jamie, you couldn't make it. We were in L.A., man. Let's discuss. No, I was there. You were there? I was there. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Jamie was there. Okay. Jamie was there. My bad. Is that, yo, Rachel gave me too many, too many edibles, man. My bad. It's, oh, yo, <laughs> when you're in L.A., the fog is not just on the outside. You know what I mean? The fog and the smog is also sometimes the on the smog. inside. The smog. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, let's just paint the picture for listeners. Because, first of all, listeners, you should dial back because Frankie's episode 
episode is in the catalog. Okay, mm -hmm. so check out that episode because those were some good times. But Frank, you paint the picture because to you it's probably the most hazy. I want to hear what you think. Oh, no. <laughs> He's off them edibles. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Already, like Jamie wasn't there. Wait. I don't remember where he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, I don't remember who was there. But... <laughs> he must have been in the bathroom. <laughs> We were in our hotel, in somebody's hotel room, right? Out in L.A. Yeah, yeah, somebody's hotel room, you know. <laughs> Something sketchy already. Yeah, it's a little sketchy. That's why I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it because I wasn't going to do a good job. Jamie, please help me. Please, yeah, I can't. Rachel made it a little sketchy. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> it was in a hotel, yes. But we had a lot of, you know, we had the equipment set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Wait, were doing you what know, kind of uh, equipment, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, so maybe I'm not doing a good job. This is not. This is not looking good. Basically, look, we were in LA doing interviews, and we the best place to do it at the time was in our hotel room. Yeah. Well, you guys were out there. You guys were out there taping some, right? Yeah. Uh, I forget what it was for, but yeah. Was it bring the funny? Bring the we funny, were out there yes. for bring the uh, funny. Oh, well, now I'm okay. Now it's coming back. All right. Yeah. NBC's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NBC's uh, Canceled comedy competition show, Bring the Funny. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> um, and it was a great trip, though. I mean, we really had a lot of really great experiences when we went out there. And one of the experiences was talking with you, and we just kind of, like, bugged out. Um, I had a great time. And um, a lot has happened since then. Yeah. You know, but we're focusing on the good stuff that's happened. Yeah. Are, are you good over here? You said something like, you've been through a lot. You're like, a lot has happened since then. Huh? No, Are you in my life? Yeah. <laughs> I was making the world and stuff, right? I know, I but then know. I was like, wait, maybe we should get out of that area. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, a yeah, lot of good has happened as well. Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, especially for you, man, because you have a new special on HBO Max. Mm. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Let's, a new comedy special. Tell us about the special. Yeah, homie, it's called Super... Uh, I think, yeah, homie, it's called Super Homies. Uh, it was cool, man. It, it was a trip, though, because we filmed it at the end of uh, the stand-up part we filmed at the end of 2019. And I was fortunate enough that they were going to let me add sketches because, obviously, characters, are that's kind of my jam. And uh, we were supposed to shoot those uh, in March and April of 2020 and then launch it, uh, start promo for it the summer of 2020. But obviously, you know, that didn't work out, homie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with, you know, the cancel shooting, the sketches, all that. And it was just sitting on the, the back burner for so long. And finally, at the end of uh, this past year, during the pandemic, you know, there was still some productions going on. But luckily, we were able to get the sketches in. And and, uh, and then, we, yeah, we, we got it open. I, I felt it was cool. Like, I... It was a, I think it was a good representation of, you know, it's a half hour special, so it's real tight, but it was a good representation of kind of everything that, that I do. And I was grateful for that opportunity that they not only let me, let me do my stand-up, that's where I started, but to let me show the characters too, because, yeah, yeah, so I was like, hell yeah, let's do it, homie. I love hearing like production stories, you know, because Frankie, we're friends. Like we could sit here and talk about the special and ask you all the like, so tell us the highlights of the special, <laughs> you know, like, no, but we want to get dirty here. Like, not whoa. like that. Whoa, whoa, dang. Oh, my God. Oh, back my God. Hotel, back to the like, hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Back to the hotel room with the, equi with the equipment set up. <laughs> you guys, I know sometimes I alley-oop shit, but you know that's not my intention. Like, honestly, I want to get my hands dirty, I should say. 
say. Like, <laughs> let's get to the nitty gritty. Uh, like, okay, I, well, sure. I think this is the podcast for those kinds of conversations. Like, okay, our listeners expect to hear about the special, but let's dig deeper. Like, okay, so you're telling us that this was taped and then like the network repackaged it and how genius of them to roll it out the way they did. So this also comes from your participation in Entre Nos, right? So like mm-hmm. HBO got to know you and they were like, this kid got flavor, you know? Yeah. And so, <laughs> which we've known for a long time because just so everybody here knows, our relationship kind of started when we all were under the Mas Mejor umbrella and uh, with Broadway Video. And thank you, Broadway Video. You brought a bunch of cool ass people together you know, who are still rocking out and who are still friends. Whatever happened to it, happened to it. But I'm thankful for everything that has come from it, including alliances with some pretty dope people like yourself. So tell us about that road from Entre Nos to Super Homies. Mm -hmm. What, What was that? How is that relationship? How did it grow? How is it flourishing? And what could you tell us? Yeah, the well, that that was one of the things I was grateful for with the whole Entre Nos, and then you know they, I think they teamed up with the whole Masmer Hard thing, like uh. They were in the mix, yeah, they were in the mix together somehow, right? Yeah, yeah, the whole dark side of that industry stuff was, uh, you know, that Masmer Hard thing was like the fine print came out in those contracts, but we don't need to go talk go to that negative space. But the well, the positive thing that came from that was the networking and meeting you guys because. Come, you know, I grew up here in, in, in California, you know, Califas or whatever you want to call it. And then so I didn't really have that much traveling experience or having ways to connect with. So like meeting you guys and everything and you guys showed me so much love and, and all that Hi. stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. Go, your thing. But it's like, you know how it is for us Latinos in general. It's like out here in L.A., it's like. You know, if you're brown, everybody just assumes you're Mexican, you know, because it's like it's that heavy out there. So then I didn't know about the whole like it was eye opening and beautiful. So beautiful because obviously I knew about all the different cultures and how different we were. But to see them all in the same space, like you it, like in L.A., it's not as common in New York. It's like the center of the universe It's everything. Homie, mm. like, bah, 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 bah. you know, thank they, you they for talk. that acknowledgement, because some people be like, nah, New York is not the center of the universe. And I'd be like, bitch, yes, it is. <laughs> Hey, oh yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> but I love LA. LA is dope too. Come on, son. Come on, son. No, no. I mean, come on. It is what it is. I got from from. I'm just saying though. It's just like that that melting pot of that boom. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Latino culture. There's so many different types of us. And then so you know, I remember just going. I was just gonna try to. I didn't knew people knew who I was out there. And I remember I dressed as Creeper to do a little quick video on Times Square. Man, there was taxi drivers, police cars, and like yeah. they're, they're like they're like. They're they're honking at me, asking for pictures, you know. <laughs> they left the tea out of the end of Cholo fit. They go, Cholo fit. Cholo so New York. Papa, you know, and I'm like, hey, what's up with me? I'm like, I was like starstruck that they knew I was. Like, hey, I was like, yeah, what's up? But, uh, oh, but it, it, it just goes to show how powerful uh, we could be when we come together, yeah. you know what I mean? Rather than, you know, uh, having those beefs or those differences. And then, because we have our own challenges, especially in the industry, is because yeah. the industry industry now is like oh my god there's so many latinos in this country and we need to get them on camera you know mm, right but we need to get more uh experience uh latino producers uh in the background
background, you know, because then you got these, these, uh, you know, nothing against, we need the white homies obviously in this world, but you know, you have these people trying to come up with these stories and, in, you know, they interview their one brown homie and then they write these things and they put the brown faces on TV and then it's like, you know, they, so it's hard to like really nail it and come up with the dope shit that we're so capable of, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. we're getting there though, like li like step by step and all like that. So like things like Entrenos and, and people's attempts to, or, you know, the people doing things to, to, to kind of uh, address that and bring us together and be like, bam, bam, and try to farm out this talent. Like, cause you all are so talented. We're also talented. And when we get together, it's like, we're laughing, we're joking. We're like, bam, bam, bam. Like people <laughs> want that shit, homie. That's dope yeah. right there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not even just how funny we are. It's just our energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, so to have the, the opportunities come more and more, it's like, I think it, it's, we're in a good place because there's a lot of famous people of a lot of different backgrounds and there's what, over 50 million of us now in this country or something like that? Wow. Yeah. And, and yeah. yet the thing is that Latinos, we're, we're happy to still buy tickets to, to movies or watch shows that we're not in, you know what I mean? But we need, you know, and that's, and that's, we need to give them reason to be like, no, we need, we need more of this. We need more of this. With that being said, I feel good. I feel we're in a good place. I feel like we're getting better and we're dope to, to get that energy out there and just, just show people like everything we got. Cause we got so much shit, man. It's so much dope shit. It's just like, it's just a matter of, you know, selling it to the network, right? doing that whole and shit. And not letting them change it to the point exactly. where it's yeah. not that, where you pitched. Oh, homie. Yeah. <laughs> I, pitch meetings. Oh man. Sorry. I'm on rambling on now. This is the place to do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. I, I'm not going to say no names, but I was at one spot, homie. And you know, <laughs> you go in there and I'm in there with like, oh, with all my corazón, like this is my heart. I dedicated my life to this and we're going to do this. And then you go on these pitch meetings. It's like a, you know, 27 year old girl from Idaho that's like, okay, <laughs> tell me what you got. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, you know, one homegirl straight to my face was just like, okay, this is really specific. Um, uh, okay, <laughs> homie. And and I I couldn't even get to the rest of the meeting. I was like, well, this is a waste of time. And like, wow. but I'm like, you're, you're, I'm like, you're the person I'm talking to at this big ass network. I'm like, so that's where we need to like, I this think is really worth, niche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I love it, yeah, but yeah. it's very niche. <laughs> okay, I get it. You're brown. Um, and... <laughs> but it's like, you know, that whole shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's a grind. It's a business in the end, so I get it, homie. It's a business, but I feel like Latinos, uh, we have a lot to offer, a long way to go. And there should be more famous Latinos, man. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like... It should be. Because anytime you, you know, you make a list of like, okay, yo, I want to do a project and I want to have, you know, and you're thinking of like people, potential Latino, like well-known Latinos in the project. And like, mm -hmm. if you were going to pitch it somewhere, like, oh, I think I see this as a good vehicle for this and this and this. You're like, there's not that many people that is, that's probably going to get in this green lit right away. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, where, where's exactly. our like immediate green lit cele Latino celebrities? You right. know, there's a lot that are talented that we love, but is that going to get us the the deal? Like, okay, if he's right, in, right, yeah. if she's in, it's, you know, yeah. J-Lo maybe. J -Lo I know, and so then. I was going to say, J-Lo. <laughs> If you don't have J-Lo, then don't talk to me. You know, like, it's like, fuck, we got to have J-Lo? Like, it could be with her production company, and it'll still be like, yeah, but if she's not in it, yeah. we're not going to be able to do it. I know. This is, Sorry. I'm like, come on. She supports this. She's not going to, she can't be in it right now because she's dating Affleck, and they're trying to get that back together, you know? They're busy. It's understandable. They're trying to rebuild that relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Frankie, I would love to talk more about the process because I think our listeners get inspired whether they're in the industry or not. I'd love to hear if there's been an evolution at all since you started pitching your stories to where you are now. Now you're two specials in. You've been on almost every network out there. I'm sure you're doing plenty behind the scenes that we don't know about. But talk to us about evolution of the process are we being heard more now than when you started a few years back and, and add some color to that no pun intended mm. yeah 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 and i'm sorry if i was getting into the negative shit but uh no why don't apologize you are not allowed to apologize i'm trying to keep it real homie. you gotta to keep, keep it real, real. yo as we know, this game could be very discouraging, you know what I mean? Because yes. some people will be like, oh, my God, we love what you do. Oh, gosh, everything you do is so good. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you get the whole agents in this. And then in that process, it is a business, so you will sign some shitty contracts, which I'm still dealing with shit that I signed six years ago. Mm. I'm in legal battles with shit just because, yeah. you know, I'm a Latino busting tables here in L.A. And then all of a sudden I get so-and-so call me and they're like, hey, we're going to give you this much to do this. I'm like, what? Where do I sign? You know, you know, mm. no representation, all that. I mean, they will, you know, at first I took it personally. Like, Fuck, you know, you want to get angry about it. But you have to take a step back and be like, hey, this is a business. That's mm. what it is. Like, these people are here to make money. Yeah. You know, they're not us. They're not the creators. For mm. me, homie, I just want to, I want to spray the colores on the wall and boom, boom. We got this for you. Bad, bad, bad. Let's go. You know, yeah. to them, they're like, yes, we love that. Oh, you're all, you're all, <laughs> oh, your positive vibes and all about love. And yeah, okay, yeah. You know, just like, yeah, yeah, cha-ching. And, and, and they do that. But with that being said, I feel like the more of us that learn that process and, and get more deeper into the background, and I feel like we're in that place. Like, we're moving, homie. We're moving up little by little. <laughs> and and, and, uh, and I, I always encourage younger, you know, because I'm in my 40s now, but uh, it's like uh, younger Latinos, I'm always like, they ask me, uh, you know, you get like 16, 17 year olds, they want to get into comedy or whatever. I'm like, get in right now. Get in. Start writing scripts. Learn how to write script. You know, get final draft. You know, I'll, I'll get final draft for you. Here, I'll buy it for you. Bam. Just start mm, writing. Get in there. That. Get that experience. Get a TikTok account. Yeah. One of the TikToks, Snapchat, and all that sort yeah. Here's my typewriter. I'm going to give it to you. Yes, it's a yeah. typewriter. What, Type you're complaining? Don't, Don't you fucking got... complaining, Grato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frankie, I want to ask you a question. Do you have any interesting stories or cholo stories? Like, you know, your, your character Creeper, you know, you're talking about being in New York. Like, you have to have a good story with cholos, like people that come up to you, like... Told us there has to be a good solid story that you've had. Oh, homie, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Well, that you know that character is based on my pops is an old school cholo man. You know, he's a tattoos mustache. Oh, he's always had a lowrider. His best friend's my Nino, my godfather. He was president of a lowrider car club for like thirty years. So I'm just always around that. All my cousins are, are uh, cholos too, but I'm very grateful that most of them got their lives together mostly because they had kids and you know and as as for a lot of us familia as todo homie that's number one for Everything, us yeah. so that's the one thing that got them out of trouble you know they still rep their shit but they're like hey i gotta take care of the kids homie and so <laughs> uh that that's where creeper came from my dad was uh always repping his stilo dickies chuck taylor's always in a low rider but yeah but a good father homie always driving me to literally practice and teaching me to be just lead with gratitude and 
show respect to people and, and stand your ground and all that shit. You know, he, he taught me well. And so Creeper is just an extension of, of that. But that being said, it's really specific, though, the Chicano Cholo thing. You know, it's like, you know, you trying to sell that shit to the networks. But but the thing is, uh, th- those, you know, not, and, and, you know, we got to play ball, whatever, it's a business. But the, the, most, the, the, the most eye-opening, refreshing thing was when, you know, the video started going viral and all that, and the comedy clubs started booking me, like, around the, all these cities I had never been before, homie, you know what I mean? Wow. And for me, I'm thinking, like, well, this is, this is you know, I don't know. You know, you guys know what I do, right? Because I do Juanita Carmelita live, too. I'm homie. I'm rocking wet. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. fucking rocking wedges. I'm rocking, you know, and... and <laughs> And, you know, and Latino and black communities can be notoriously homophobic on that tip, too. Like, people will fall in love with Creeper, and they see that I did a, a female character, and they'd be like, what the fuck, the fuck that? You know, like, really? Like that? And I'm like, yeah, homie, all right? It's not that serious, all right? That's like, ridiculous! You know? They'll be like, yo, that's too specific, bro. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? You gotta know too specific, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Good callback. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I was doing Creeper going that. I went to like, Indi- I was like getting booked in like Indiana, Minneapolis and these places. What? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, and I guess that was my own fault because I've been conditioned just, you know, not being well-traveled or or like, oh, they're they're going to be like, you know, you know, whatever, rednecks or they're not going to get my shit. But the comedy club will be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm like, you know what I do, right? Like, yeah, yeah, come on out. And they were there, oh, man, and, and that and it helped me learn that, it, homie. There's good people everywhere. You know what I mean? I know that you know the world has been in a weird place and a bad place, but you know it, it's there's good people everywhere. And uh, I, there was this crew of viejitas, white viejitas, that came to see me in Minneapolis, and they like were like, "Oh, we couldn't wait. We bought the tickets right away." And I'm like, "What?" what? But then <laughs> another my uh, uh, mind blowing one was, "Oh, I was in Indiana, homie," and. The host, he's opening up, my homie Rudy Ortiz, and he comes back and he goes, hey, dog, there's a, there's a not to get political. I don't, you know, I, I, that shit, we've had, a, I mean, like, you know, obviously we got to do our thing, but I don't want to turn it into that right now. But but the host comes back into the green room and goes, hey, dog, there's a big old white boy right up front. He's wearing a Trump shirt. This fool's wearing a, this fool's wearing a Trump shirt sitting in the front row coming to my show. Oh, I was like, oh. fuck. So the state of the world where it was, I'm like, fuck, he's here to, you know, do some shit or he, or this is going to go all bad or he got free tickets and now he's going to heck like, and he, the fool was laughing the whole time, having a good time. And then at the meet and greet, I'm, I'm dressed as creeper for the, for the meet and greet. This fool gets in line. And I'm like, so I'm nervous, dog, because this fool was big, dog. Like, you know, I'll fuck it. I'll, I was like, all right. I was already even planning, like, all right, well, I'm pretty fast. You know, I know I got my... my- I'm going to fuck this dude I, up, man. <laughs> you don't know he could have some kind of thing that he did in his parents' basement under his jacket. You don't know, God forbid. You know? But I was like, I mean, I was already planning my getaway. And I'm like, damn, I'm wearing pantuflas right now. I don't know if I can run that quick. But, but, but man, he came up and he was like, he could. He was so excited to meet me, and he was. He it turned out he was like a fitness instructor himself. Because creep, I, you know, you forget that creepers a fitness instructor his character. So these gyms come out. Oh shit! And he was, and and, and you know, you get nervous about shit like that though, because it's like, oh, is he laughing because he thinks I'm making fun of my people, or is he laughing because he? Mm. But he was. 
fully embrace the the character, you know, and he would just like, wow. and he would just like, oh, he brought his whole family. He's like, oh man, my brother-in-law, that bit you did about that last moldy tortilla, you got to scrape that negativity off, homie. That tortilla's still good. He's like, I always, <laughs> I always fucking tell him that, you know what I mean? <laughs> and in my head though, I'm like, damn, he just probably had that shirt in his closet. He put that on, but like. To, like to be wearing that shirt like I obviously do not agree with politics but it kind of gave me hope because at that time I was like okay there's a big divide but it was like man I was able to find a common ground with this dude that I have obvious uh disagreements with but you know what I yeah. mean so it kind of gave me hope for just like all of us and then uh just to be like damn and, and I was also grateful that maybe my comedy in some way could help you know, just like uh, mm. just erase, the, break down those walls and be like, hey, we can all kick it, y'all. None of us have this shit all figured out. Like, mm. I don't know. Right. So he's like, you're making you're making comedy great again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so beautiful too because the stories are so important to be told, you know? And you're using the lens of comedy, but you're doing more than just sharing the stories, you're educating, you know? Um, we talked about it recently with other guests here, other creators, that not only are we like sharing stories and elevating each other, you know, within our own Latino segment but we're educating the non-latinos on how cool we are how much fun we are yeah. and how you can be down with our stories too they're not just for us they're for you exactly oh yeah you know so i love i just love what you're doing through your characters and now i want to talk about touring a little bit more because i'd like to know what you've been up to if you're back to touring and i want all the listeners to just be educated a little bit about who this man has toured with people Frankie has toured with Craig Robinson. Wow. He's toured with Paul Rodriguez. Oh. Eddie Griffin. Like, wow. just so you know who you fucking with right now. But I want to know what's going on with the stand-up stage. Are you back? What are the plans? Are you out there? Can we follow you? Can we stalk you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Craig Robinson. That, that's a homie, man. He took me under his wing. Uh, it's been six years ago now, but that was like my first big break, mm. um, if you want to call it that. But because um, I was just in between our jobs and it was hard for me to keep jobs. I was like working in, in restaurants. I was delivering food, like just doing random shit, doing like uh, uh, construction. But but then, you know, you get, the, the gigs would get inconsistent. Like some some months I would get a lot of gigs and the next month I ain't got shit. Mm. So, you know, I got to request days off for gigs. And, you know, eventually the boss would be like, man, I can't give you this day off. And I would just say, fuck it, I'm going to do the gig, uh, you know, and then I would, and then I would get fired. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so I just have to move to the next job. But, you know, I met Craig uh, at uh, uh, the Hollywood Improv a long time ago. And then um, we vibed out and he saw me on stage. And then he uh, we had mutual friends, actually, that were like DJs, like at like house house me like undergrounds. Uh, oh. Soulful, nice. soulful house. Oh, Louis I love, Vega, house. I don't, I love you, house, man. I'm a house you do, head. homie? I'm a house head. Hey, little Louis Vega, homie, that's my, that's my. The brother right there, bro. Out music. My, my night husband night just now. went to go see him perform. Didn't he just have like a yes. big concert here in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, did. he did. The outdoor one, I think it was, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my favorite DJ, man. That spot oh, that closed man, down, in the, the was it the, the, 
Cielo? Cielo or, or Cielo? Oh, yes. Cielo was the joint. Oh, man. I was so bummed when that place closed. I, I, I would always go see him there, but... Rachel knows all the New York City clubs that have closed down. At least one story. Yeah. I was yeah. there. <laughs> the unisex bathroom. I well, was there. I, I like Cielo. Remember, Cielo had that, like, indoor smoking room. Remember? Like, yeah. they In had the a little yeah, room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I was usually there. I wasn't usually in the club. That's where I you just were doing your right. like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Missed that place. Missed that place a lot. That's why I first started interviewing people. <laughs> <laughs> in the smoking room. Yeah. Smoking Smoke room. chat. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, then, so we connected on that tip, really, on like some underground soulful house music tip. And then, he just called me up one day and he, he asked me, hey, what are your veils? And I, I didn't even know what a veils meant at the time <laughs> as a stand-up. <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah, uh, the avails? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And he was just like, so, like, yeah, I, I, just, I just wanted to say yes to whatever he said, you know? And he's like, yeah, you want to go to Nashville with me uh, next week? And then I go, and I'll, I'll, homie, I'll say, yeah, oh, okay, sure, Craig. He's like, all right, my travel agent's going to reach out to you. I'll give him your emails. Okay, yeah, thanks, man. And then I hung up. Up and homie, I was doing Aww. cartwheels down the fucking hallway and like, wow. and I, I was pumped, homie. You know what I mean? Because, and then not only that, it turned into you know I've been touring with him six years and he saw the whole thing happen for me. Like everything when we sold our show to TBS and Cholo Fit went viral, he was already rocking with me. So to have that mentor right there to give you that advice and give you those things to look out for, that's gold, homie. You know what I mean? And so he he really looked out for me and now we're like you know, family, friends. He hangs out at my mom and dad's house and shit like that. And oh, that's cool. He's just a good dude. And I love that. He gives me faith in that, like, we can do this. And because, you know, fame and, and and money and all that, it's like everybody thinks it's like, oh, it could lead to happiness. We're, we're, we're all, you know, we're all in the rat race. Mm. But, you know, but happiness, you know, your uh, pursuit of, uh, uh, you know, trying to find happiness isn't through getting money. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I know it's like, you know, cliche to say, but it really, once you get in there, you're like, oh shit, not that I'm, I'm not saying I'm balling. I got a long way to go, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying he, he's definitely a baller. And, you know, you can see that, you know, he's still got, you got to stay on point with a lot of other shit. But yeah, he gave me a, he's gave me so much opportunity, man. Gave me a lot of good stage time and helped me hone my craft and, Gave me all the things to look out for. And, and that was like my first big break. And then, you know, and then we did the TV shows. And then now, and then the pandemic, the, the last year was going to be my biggest uh, summer tour. You know, I had dates already like sold out in uh, like Texas. And, you know, yeah. and, you know, and they, the, those, those are like those. I was just excited to do the shows, but also I was like, oh my gosh, y'all better make the most money I've ever had in my life this summer, just in this yeah. summer. Wow. And then it was like, no, we'll be psyched. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, psyched, homie. So I was just like, damn, man. How do you don't. deal with that? How do you deal with that, man? That's a big hit. How do you deal with that? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, homie, yeah, it was a hit. Look, I mean, that's the thing. You can't just bring that to Zoom. You can't be like, all right, guys, just follow me to Zoom. Right. <laughs> right. We can still do a sold out Zoom performance. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, yeah, it's going to be all good. Oh, homie. 
homie, and I wouldn't even get excited about the Zoom. I'd be like, all right, right you're putting all this right, energy yeah. into the screen. So, hey, you know, you're right. not hearing no laughs, nothing. And then the, sh the show's over. You put your laptop yep, down. You're just so everybody's like, hey, yeah. We went through that. Yeah, we went through that, Frankie. We went through the same thing, man. We went through the same thing. Oh, homie. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure with the whole thing, it's like, it, all of it, like, it's, it's just, it was such a weird time, but... And you couldn't, for me, I couldn't do like my stand-up wow. on. So I just had to get more creative and do things and and all like the material that we had so much time to write during there. It's like, I'm already tired of talking to that material now that live shows are open because it's right, all yeah. it was all pandemic shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, but um, yeah, yeah. But it luckily things like I was I was in a good place. Like, oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm actually getting better because I'm not that good with money. But I'm all right. I'm saving money now. Mm. I'm doing a thing. I had like a thing, and all of a sudden the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh shit, I barely have enough to pay my bills for the next you know three months or whatever. That's real. Which I was boat I just bought. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you Airbnb a boat? I need to do that to my boat. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to return that trophy <laughs> for chain I just that's tough, yo. That's tough. Yo, um, we got to wrap this interview, but I would like to ask one final question, Frankie Quinones. If the Frankie in his 40s now could give some advice to the Frankie in his 20s. Aye. Oh, oh. Whoa, shit. Oh, man. What would that be? Because you know why I'm asking you this? Because Frankie in his 40s, they're out there listening, but Frankies in their 20s are also listening. And they want to know the, the golden ticket. And yeah. they, Frankie's in their 30s, you know, we just leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, yeah, yeah. if you don't got it, you know, if you don't get it at this point, you know, yeah. in the 20s, so Frankie in the 20s needs some advice. Uh, yeah. I, I, in my 30s, I was, I was like Frank Nibs on the edibles the whole time, homie, so it's all good. Like, well, 30s, or did I live that? Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's all good. But, uh... Yeah, but I, you know, at 20, look, like, as you get older, you're thinking, like, but 20s, I was still, like, such a young kid. But that, you know, I, that's when I started comedy and all that. But I, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I obviously, I feel like I have some regrets, but it's, that's no way to live. You know, you got to let regrets go, homie. You got to focus on now the moment. But I, I don't know if, what advice I would give would just be, like, just, uh, I would say just somebody in their 20s or to me, just, like, stick with it or maybe go harder in the paint or maybe not trip off. I feel like I did waste energy on focusing on some things that, mm -hmm. you know, didn't even matter at the time. You know, you're young. You're still figuring yourself out. Like, oh, I'm tripping on this one girl or tripping on this or I don't know. Just don't trip off dumb shit. Like, keep your eye on a bigger prize. Try to try to, try to uh, see a bigger picture ahead of the time. You know, that's what I didn't do. I was just kind of like, hey, I'm 20s. I'm figuring my life out, you know, da, da, da. But I've also met 20-year-olds who are more mature than, you know, and more organized than I am now, mm -hmm. even in my 40s. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know how I would say that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds legit. Rachel, that was a deep-ass question. I didn't have I a good that's answer. Good. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And I thought that was a deep-ass answer. I thought that was really good. Don't trip on dumb shit. I got, I got what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I that's tripped real on advice. dumb that's shit. Real advice. Totally. I tripped on dumb shit when I was in my 20s. Yeah. yeah, I thought I was focused, but I wasn't focused yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah me neither. And I, you know, when you're in your 20s, like, oh, I'm going to own a restaurant. <laughs> By the time I'm 30, I'm going to have my own business. And like, you ain't doing none of that shit. <laughs> <over here." laughs> 
Get the fuck out of here. People in their 20s now is like, yo, I got my Bitcoins. I got my Bitcoin going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm about to do these NFTs. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, you know, the 20s, is start, it's, you got to live your life and be free, too. If you, if you, if you end yeah. up in a random hotel yeah. with some equipment in L.A. with some random people, you know, do your thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just see what happens. You make it work. <laughs> you make it work. Yo, Frankie, please tell our listeners where they can follow you on social if they're not doing so already. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you can follow uh, Frankie Quinones, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S on Instagram. And that's my uh, YouTube also. And then Cholo Fit Creeper. Uh, also, I got a, a, a podcast dropping on a, not, it's not an interview podcast. It's like an old throw, uh, throwback, like Adam Sandler CDs or Cheech and Chong CDs, Monty Python. Oh, like, yeah. nice. What's it called? Tell everybody. I watched too much Cheech and Chong when I was young, man. Oh, yeah. Too much. Oh, those are my idols right there. But uh, <laughs> we got a, uh, it's coming on. Will Ferrell's network is called Big Money Players on iHeartMedia. And, uh, and uh, oh, so, so Will Ferrell's sh- showing me some love, homie. And uh, it's called the, the Frankie Quinones Show. And then also uh, we got a Hulu show uh, going to come out at the beginning of next year. Uh, Ten episodes of, uh, it's called This Fool. Nice. This Fool. So yeah, yeah. Right. So check that yes. out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. So exciting. We love you so much. Congrats on everything. Sigue pa'lante, pa'lante, elefante. We're here rooting you on. Hey, that's all, right. all man. I, I, but seriously, though, I want to thank you guys, homie, because when you didn't even know who I was, the day where you embraced me from day one, you guys always show me love. And anytime you come to LA, anytime you come to the West Coast, don't hesitate to hit me up because, you know, it's all love right here. Same thing goes for New York. Whenever you're here, even if you're in New Jersey, Philly, just come to the East Coast. She's like, we got you. I did get you in the guest list on all the clubs that closed down uh, ten years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, go listen, sleeper creeper. Go ahead and sleep on that shit because those are some of the best parties. Okay, the ones that nobody's talking about. All right. The one that nobody knows and you get the secret code the day of, all right? That's where I'd be. I don't know about you, all right? Yo, where those rats are at, like that rat nest, that's where the VIP section used to be. <laughs> literally, literally, yeah. Well, yo, it's been real. Thank you so much for the time and showing us all the love. Two-timer. Next time you're on the show, we're going to get you like an embroidered jacket or something. Something oh, special, oh, damn. Okay? okay? that's what's yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. Well, no promises. We're broke. Yeah. But, you know, we'll get you something. <laughs> a pin. For Loma, just a pin or something. Like a toaster that I'm trying to get rid of. I don't know. But we love you so much. Okay. Thank you, Frankie. Love you back, homies. <laughs>